Hey family, welcome to the Grabbing My Sword podcast. Here we are honest about our mistakes, we are open about our journey, and we are looking to be transformed through the word of God. I pray that this podcast will bless your soul, and I pray that you will enjoy it. God bless you. What's up guys, warriors? Welcome to another... That was not. That was not it. Didn't like that at all. <clears throat> What's up, God's warriors? Welcome to another episode of Grabbing My Sword podcast. I am your host, Tavon Bowman. I told y'all we was gonna be back for a part two, so I'm once again with my boy Jordan. But I am so grateful and so thankful for this opportunity to be doing another segment with you guys. Uh, shout out to all of the supporters, all the people that have subscribed, all the people that listen, all the people that have poured into this uh, podcast. Shout out to you guys for the motivation and the. Uh, sending words of encouragement and just telling me how much you enjoy this show because that is something that does keep me going even if you didn't send out the uh, words of encouragement i still go but i thank you because that just gives me another level but jordan welcome back to the show my uh brother how you feeling today thank you for having me i mean i'm good um feeling good today i'm blessed i'm definitely you know just grateful if i'm put a word on it yep amen so uh Last episode, uh, we were supposed to talk about relationships, and uh, one thing I always try to stress to people when coming on my podcast is that I just flow, and I just go wherever the spirit leads me, whatever I'm, I'm you know, I, I just flow with the conversation, so it's, sometimes it, it do be hard for me to, like, do topic to topic, because yeah. we might end up talking about something totally different than what we planned on talking about. And that's what happened last week. It was cool, time. though. Yeah. It was fun. Like, it, it felt so organic and just natural that you could just have, like, a conversation with someone. Right. You know, like, you can hang out at a bonfire. And you could be, you know, just out and about with people. But you can never really have, like, a genuine conversation sometimes with folks. Yeah. You got to, like, have that, that space to just the air to be able to just like be yourself to just say what you want say what you feel i mean of course like you got to be respectful in all in all circumstances but you know at the same time like you know just being yourself it's sometimes nice to just have that that opportunity to do so so like yeah it, yeah. it was raw right. we, we we did have a topic it was about what guys love and relationships and then we ended up just talking about whatever yeah we ended so it was, you you wanted to talk about relationship and lust and that's why i bring it up because uh Last week we ended up talking about God's our relationship with God, which which is important important for any relationship. But uh, I told myself like today let, let's stay on track, yeah. Because a lot of people have been like expressing to me how they want to be on this podcast. And a lot of people one of the biggest things they want to talk about is relationships. Mm. So uh, I'm, I'm on, I told myself I'm gonna stay on track today. We gonna jump right into whatever you wanted to talk about because when we were going over what we wanted to talk about last week, um, you did make some interesting points in in our discussion when we were setting up. And so I I told myself today we're staying on track. So we can definitely stay on track, but I cannot promise you that we may stay on track the whole time because this conversation can definitely go many different directions. Yeah. So we we what we gonna see? So I'm I'm. Even though I'm the host, I'm turning it over to you because oh, what was oh, what <laughs> because I, I, I the only reason I'm doing that is because it's going to help start this conversation. So, what was the the first question that you wanted to ask so we could get into it? Mm, okay, um, 
when we're talking about lust, what would you say are ways that you identify when someone is like lusting you and not loving you? So how would I how would I identify if yeah. I if this per how would I know if this person is lusting me and not loving me? Yeah, like how have you like I mean just in in situations like you you know interacted with people or whatever mm-hmm. like and you realize that like wait you know like this person doesn't really have like love for me just because you've been through experiences or you you may be with someone that like shows you that love like you right. know what i'm saying that god's love you feel yeah. me because they they love god so like you know the god the, the love that god gives them is the love that they are pouring outward yeah. right so when you recognize that you're like experiencing god's love and then you think about like lust how have you been able to like identify that you know like wait this person is lusting me uh-huh. you know what i'm saying so for me um Ooh, that's it's not a tough question. It's <laughs> it can go a lot of different ways. Um, the way I identify it, I would say, is h- how they present themselves to me. All right, um, this generation, uh, I can honestly say, it's a sexually, a sexually, how do I sexually? energized generation we mm. live in a sexually energized generation true so what i mean when I'm, what i mean when i say this that we th- like our goals a lot of times our main goal whether it's female or male i'm trying to <laughs> yeah i'm trying to have a good time not a long time right right so when it when it comes to uh dissecting and trying to figure out if this is lust or love i look at it from the standpoint of are you pouring into me or are you taking from me mm-hmm. and it doesn't even have to be sexual a lot of times i literally just read this this book that that talks about this uh there are four that's funny that you asked me a question because there are four different people uh let me pull out my notes because it's literally it's in the in it in the book that I just read last night, there are four different types of people that we will encounter. The first people are some people that add to us, that add something to our lives. Mm-hmm. We call them adders. The, the second type of people are people that subtract something from life. We call them subtractors. The third people are people that multiply. We call them multipliers. And the other people are people that we call dividers. Uh, dividers, they come to divide and the difference between the people that subtract and the people that divide is that the divider is doing it intentionally and the subtractor is doing it unintentionally, meaning they had no true intendance of doing what they did. That's good. So when it comes to lust versus love, I look at the intentionality of it. Mm. When you are intentionally hitting me up when you feel like it, that's lust. Mm. When you are intentionally coming over at nighttime, that's lust. When you are intentionally seeking one goal, you're not, you don't know my name, last name. You don't know where I come from. You really don't know my age. You don't know my favorite color. None of that. When you're intentionally doing that, 
that's lust. Mm-hmm. And there are many people that I've ran into my life that lust after me. And there are many people that I ran into their lives where I was only lusting at them. That's how I know that. Then there's love. There, that's the people that they they are saying like they're saying with their actions. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm not here just to get something from you, but I'm here to try to grow with you and to add something to your life because I see a, a part in your life where I understand what you need. Mm-hmm. I I didn't come for what I wanted, but I came just for what you need. That's when I know love. I cannot lie. I remember uh, the girl I currently talked to. uh, I remember the the first time we was not first time. We we had on off relationship. I've talked about this many times on this podcast already. We don't have to keep getting to it. But one day she was like, "I know what you need." Wow. What did you say? Like, how did you? What was, like, your reaction to that? I think I was like, what? She's she yeah. like, I know what you need. What? And then I, it was like, I, 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 I sat there because I, I couldn't say nothing. You, you were stuck? I was. I never heard nobody <laughs> say that a day in my life. I know what you Ooh, need. Ooh, she had you in the But you just not, you're just not ready to receive what you need. Mm. And What did that mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? When you, th- when you thought about that, when you let it sink in, when you let it sunk in, like how did you, what 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 steps did you take to like put yourself in that space to be like, I want to receive that though. Like I know she knows what I need, but like I need to get myself there so I can receive that maturity. I I knew that I had to grow up. I knew that I had to get rid of the old ways of how Tavon did things. I knew that I could not be that person that was the way that put himself into the hole that he dig that he dug for himself. I knew I couldn't be that person. I knew that I had to change. Now granted, that was in two thousand nineteen she said that. Mm-hmm. I didn't change in two thousand nineteen. Didn't change in two thousand twenty. I didn't change in two thousand twenty one. I started to really change. Well no, I didn't change two thousand twenty or but I, I really started to change in 2021. Granted, I was still falling into my old habits, but it was it was a different type of mentality that I was having now. Now it was like I did not desire this no more, but sometimes I was falling back into the old habits. Sometimes I was peeking in and I was going to eat the, the types of food that I used to like, even though I was starting to eat. I'm not, I'm using this as a... a, a, a Myelog or analog, whatever you call that. Yep. I, I I knew I wasn't supposed to eat pizza, so I was only eating pizza every now and then. I was starting to eat the salads and the vegetables and fruits and the good things, but I was still dipping back into the pizza and into the hamburgers and stuff. You had the ranch. You was you was I, you had the ranch, but like it was like I'm eating this pizza and I'm gonna dip it in the ranch. Yeah. I personally don't like ranch with pizza, but that's just you know since we're going with it, I can see where you're going right. type of thing. And then you had to, you, you was like, all right, well, I, I'm trying to eat healthy, so I'm going to go ahead and grab these carrots, this yeah. celery, yeah. and I'm going to dip the vegetables in the ranch. And yeah. it was like you was taking the ranch, like, back and forth. Yeah, so okay. I, I, was, I was still dipping and dabbing and yeah. stuff in 2021, yep. a little bit in 2022. But the closer I got to the promise that, the closer I got to the promise that I didn't even know that I had given, get, 
gave and up on, mm-hmm. the closer I got to that promise, the more and more my mindset and maturity began to change. And then we just reconnected and we came back to each other. And it really, it was a process. Like, I really knew, like, and like I said, it was a time period where I didn't think I was going to be with this girl no more. Um, and I, before I even go further, y'all, I got a, I got a special podcast episode that I'm going to do. Y'all going to love it. But back to what I was saying. I'm ready. So I was, I wasn't just, ch- I was changing because I knew, like, the way of, I was, I, I was changing because I was literally tired of people lusting over me. Mm-hmm. I was tired of wasting my time. Did you feel bored? Like, was it like, this is boring? Yes. I wanted something new. Like, I'm, yeah. who wants to, con- I don't want it. First of all, foremost, I have a desire to be a pastor. I don't want to be that single pastor at 40 years old. Yeah. <laughs> And and uh, even aside from being a pastor, I don't want to be that forty-year-old man. Let alone going to the club trying to find somebody to come home with at nighttime. Nobody wants that. We are too old. That's that's like it's dried out. Yeah, it's like what do you you know? There's a whole other age generation, age group of of people that are walking through that door now. It's like mm-hmm. the and, principles are not there. And I was the I, I and I've always been like that being the only one out of the friend group that really didn't have a um why well, it's like when i get on this podcast i just lose my train of thought i don't know what to, to say a consistent girlfriend mm. like i was always like they had a consistent girlfriend but Tavon was walking the door with a different person like y'all about to meet somebody new every single week and if y'all didn't meet meet her and i just burger up just know like she you know it's different yeah so i got tired of, I, I i was tired of that too mm-hmm. like i want something that's consistent and i knew that lust was not going to lead me to con- lust was going to lead me to consistency but it was going to lead me to non-consistent consistency it wasn't going to lead me to consistency that was god ordained and that's what i needed so to answer your question, when it came to defining lust, I looked at the people that really did not want to add value to me. Yeah, I looked looked at it, the people that really wanted to uh, meet a mission of their own that was selfish, ambition driven, mm-hmm. and I looked at it from that, and I said, "Yeah, this is not gonna work." And me, I don't when I'm when I'm talking to a girl, I rarely talk sex. Like, rarely talk sex. I done had girls just bring it up, and I'd be like, yep, it's not going to work. Like, mm-mm. Like, you, we be seeing those girls post, like, I hate when dudes just, I don't know, out of the blue bring up sex, and we now don't talk about it. I've had that happen to me. I'd be like, yeah, nah. Like, it makes you uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, especially if you don't know that person. Like, I mean, even if you, like, do know that person, it's like, even then, like, it's, on both sides of the ball, from times that you you have done it, sometimes that you haven't done it, it's like, isn't it? It's not it's, something that it is dull. There's no there's no deeper connection. Like lust prevents that. It prevents there to be a deeper level of connection, mm. and it blocks what love actually provides, which is peace, yeah, security, stability, the balance of perspective of someone, yeah, you know, because it can definitely mask something if you let it. Mm-hmm. But now let me ask you this, okay? Intimacy, 
Do you believe that there are more ways of being intimate with someone than just physical? Yeah. Mental intimacy. Yeah. Me, I love mental intimacy. And what I mean by that is that that's picking the brain of the, another person. Um, I And that's not even... So are we talking about partner-wise? Because intimacy, I hate the fact that we get a twist and we think that you can only be intimate with your significant other. You can we can be, we can just in you relationships be, with people. This is how we had talked about, you know, God's relationship with us, God yeah, relationship with us. Like, that's what I was about to say. I was going to answer from a different perspective. You can't be intimate with your 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 friends, your brothers, your sisters. Yeah. You know, you have that mental in- intimacy where like picking the brain. I love picking people's brains. I love to know how people think because right. if I know how you think, I know how you I know why you act the way you act and why you move the way you move. So then you got you got the the mental intimacy being able to get into the mindset of a person. What are your goals? What are your ambitions? What is something that you want to accomplish this week? What is something that you want to accomplish next month? What is your six month goal? Your one year goal? All that type of stuff. That's that's mental intimacy and just the the and the expressions of the emotions. What's bothering you? Mm-hmm. What's on your mind? What's uh keeping you up at night? What's stressing you out? What is something that you were depressed about or are are depressed about right now in this season so you got the the mental mental intimacy uh so yeah it, it doesn't have to be physical and then you have the spiritual intimacy what is your relationship like with god how do you worship how do you pray how do you study the word of god can mm-hmm. i get some tips from you on how to study the word of god can i get some tips from you on how to build my relationship with god what draws you closer to god how often do you fast do you fast at all do you believe in fasting mm-hmm. do you believe in prayer is, is right. that something that you do how, how often do you pray do you pray in the morning or in at night do you pray three times a day seven times a day all that other stuff. What do you want to do for the kingdom of God? Do you just want to come to church and go home? Or do you, do you, are you somebody that wants to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ? Do you want to represent Christ the way that you are supposed to represent Christ? Or are you just a, a somebody that goes that checks off going to church at the end of the week? Like that's all, that's what you do on Sunday. You just go to church. You get, get your fit on. You go to church. Yeah. And you play church. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how you play the game. You play life. You know, you like play church. It's more so when you're getting intimate with God. Like, how are you doing it? Yeah. Are you quiet? Like, are you a quiet person that likes to get intimate to God with intimate with God? Are you having those conversations with Him? Are you talking to Him to it? Are you talking to Him in in the car? Are you letting Him talk to you? You know, are you allowing yourself to be spoken to by people of God? You know, like how are you allowing yourself to open that window, that channel, so that you can have that connection in the kingdom? Right. You know what I'm saying? And and I think that like. When you take out lust and you replace it with intimacy, you open the door for more natural things, more so, spiritually led things. What are you gonna ask me? Uh, my bad, I mean, because you what 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 does intimacy look like to you? Hmm. Genuine, nothing forced. I feel like intimacy and i think that intimacy is is not so much just an emotion but an action and excuse me but sometimes like i like pause like kanye when he's talking and mm-hmm. he like speaks again and he stops talking and he says some more stuff so i might do that here because uh, <laughs> I, I think before i speak uh, you feel me so like 
Um, I think it just pours out love, bro. Like, I think it's it's allowing you to feel transparent in the moment. It makes you feel like yourself. You can like let you can let that wall down. Mm-hmm. And you can just let your heart just be able to be felt. You know what I'm saying? It's not like you're handing it over to someone like here, cherish it. But it's more so like, let me pull this wall down so you can actually see my heart and like see how it how it works. So that when you get to know me and we're being intimate with each other, you understand what my pain points are, what my triggers are. And allowing me to have the patience to like develop that same reciprocation when i'm considering you and your heart yeah you know what i'm saying because you're coming to me with the intimacy and your heart's already down because you want to know so i think that's what intimacy looks like to me it's just like (laughs) how how are you intimate in your current relationship would you say i would say that intimate with conversations listening people love to be able to talk you know um the woman that i'm with right now she loves to tell her, tell me about her day. Mm. She likes to just talk about life, talk about what bothers her, talk about you know just like simple situations on a daily basis. And she wants to know where my where I where I can see things from mm. a different angle. So mm. for me, like being intimate is like allowing myself to like put on pause what I got going on just for a little bit mm. and be selfless, so that I can be there for her in those areas that she needs to you know she needs that you know what i'm saying i like that yeah bro like i i know it's definitely um it's been a little while since i've been in a relationship and for everyone that has grabbed their sword there's nothing wrong with just being in a relationship and getting to know someone like and just like letting it flow like you don't have to be like you know it's such a, a sexual generation right now you don't have to like be of that you know what I'm saying? You can allow yourself to just be like, you know, I just want to hang out with this one person because I'm really interested in who they are. I'm interested in the love that they have. And not only that, but like when they're te- when they're connected with God, it's so pure, you know, just like they might be a little churchy. They might not, you know, but they're going to pray. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and like when you pray together, like that's another thing, too. Like she loves to pray. So like when you get a chance to like just pray with, with each other. Like it, it's a different emotion. Like it's a different feeling. It's like it's all. It's like a spiritual emotion, if you want to put those two together. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a spiritual emotion. You're like, you're feeling someone love God, but you're with them doing it. Mm. Like both of y'all are heir to the throne. You guys are both praying on your knees, even through like the good times and the bad times. It's just. I don't know. It's just it, butterflies through my body. I don't know how to really. <laughs> <laughs> it's just what it is. I don't know, man. It's Not just, butterflies through the body. So you. Yeah. What about you, you? What? What about me? Like what about like you know your intimacy like with with who you're talking to like who you're with. How do I be intimate with her? Yeah. What's your like? How do you go about it? Um. So, for me, I think it's it's it all relates to love languages. Mm-hmm. Um. So we've we've taken out uh sex. Like we said no sex before marriage. Pray for me. Um <laughs> Amen. Amen. I, I need it. Uh and but it's it's well it's really it's hard. Okay, I'm not gonna say like being celibate, especially with somebody like you love and you cherish. <laughs> yeah. Um but uh-huh. we, we we've taken out sex. 
which is a good thing because uh, we both agree that having sex too early can ruin relationships. Mm. And we both understood that about both of us. I've definitely understood that about myself. It's like every time I had sex with somebody, we could be going good. And once we had sex, it's like you start going down. And it'd be like, yeah, yeah. like we should have kept on. Like I've literally said, somebody, said, told a girl, like, yeah, we should have just kept on going on dates because ever since we started doing other stuff, it it's been sideways. So we we've taken sex out the picture, and we still kiss and stuff like that. But we've been really strong and mighty, and to hold on to that. So for me, it's my the way I, I'm intimate with her is through meeting her love languages. Her love languages. Is um, acts of services and word of affirmations, which is my two love languages. But it's it's different. Mine's first is words of affirmations, then uh, acts of services. But with her, um, in her situation, what she got going on, mm-hmm. um, acts of services. Like yeah, uh, I first of all, I love to help people. I love to, if you need help, I do whatever I got to do. So. It's really like I was already doing that before I even knew her love language. But now that I know her love language, it makes me want to do even more. So, like, I go over her house every Tuesday take her trash out. Like, no if ands, but I'm going to take her trash out. If she's if I'm over her house and she's cleaning up, I'm going to help her clean up. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, like, a lot. Even though I may not I may not have made one spot in this house, I'm going to help you clean up. Clean out her car for her. like you know do the do the small do the small stuff for her. that's a way that we are in, intimate together. Um, another way I'm I try to be intimate with her, and the reason why I say try is because uh, she's in a she's in a little cringy season where like it's it's difficult for her to open up and stuff. But having those critical conversations, and because I know one of the things that she expressed that she wanted that we didn't have when we talked before is understanding like no confusions we both agreed on that so having those critical conversations bring true intimacy because it bring it provides peace for her like she's literally telling me like this is the most peaceful we we have ever been since we when we talked before this is the most peace that I've ever had this is really peaceful and I think it's because I'm I'm willing to have those critical conversations that I know is uncomfortable for the both of us. But if we have these critical conversations, we can gain understanding. Are you like pulling it out though? Or is it like when you say that she's like, she wants understanding. So there's no confusion. So it's like in order to get that because of right now of her, like just a season that she's in, Mm -hmm. are you having to have those, like, are you enforcing, not necessarily enforcing, but are you like engaging first are you initiating? That's the word. Are you initiating? The so, yeah. So, honestly, I do. I would honestly say I force some conversations because sometimes I feel like, and I think that's where I have to like get control over. Yeah. Not trying to be in control of it right. and just letting it flow. But sometimes I, I like, I'd be so afraid of the past coming back to haunt me that I feel like, yo, we gotta have this conversation right now. Like Bruh. this conversation cannot wait until later Bad. because I know you and it's a lot running through your head. So sometimes I do force the conversations, but sometimes I, uh, I let the conversation come to me. So sometimes, sometimes I think that's like a downfall for me, bro. Is like having those like conversations like right away. Uh-huh. You know, not letting it breathe. You know how they be like in the music, like Jay Z says, like let it breathe. You yeah. Know, like, so let it breathe give it a second to just like 
air it out, and then you come back to it. Yeah, so it's good to let it breathe because when you give the person space, you're allowing them to <clears throat> think whatever it is that they need to think yeah. and get their thoughts together before they come into this conversation. Because sometimes if you don't let it breathe and you like, no, we got this conversation right now, y'all, y'all saying every and anything that yep. you, you know, you're saying. So, but sometimes for me, I need to have this conversation right then and there because I know that if I sit with this for an hour, two hours, three hours, four hours, I'm going to drive myself crazy yeah. right here because I, I do this thing where I I have the conver- conversation with you before I've ever had a conversation oh, with you. Like, yeah. And my therapist had to tell me, like, you have to stop rehearsing conversations <laughs> in your mind. But I will literally have this conversation with myself. I see me. I see them. I'm responding, and then I'm making. I'm thinking of what they're going to respond back. So then, when I do really have the conversation, so you know what you say. I already like, know what I'm saying, you but I'm, say this, I'm, I'm really saying not that. listening to nothing that they're saying, and, and it's confused. Mm. So I force those conversations, but then I let those conversations come to me. And what I mean that is mean I allow the conversation to just take a, a deep breath. Meaning, I I allowed her that to when she is ready to have this conversation. I I didn't really force it, but yes, sometimes. You know, I had to say, you know, we need to have this conversation here now. But then other times I said we can wait until later. But the conversation was always, we always end up having the conversation, whether it was right now, an hour later, two hours later, or the next day. We end up having a conversation. So did I just answer your question correctly? Yeah. Yeah, you did. What was it again? What was the question, guys? It has something about like intimacy. Like, how do you go about uh, no, those? Uh, forcing? Did you? Oh, something forcing. About- yeah. Do you uh, uh, initiate those conversations? Another. Can we go backwards just a little bit? Different ways that I've I've created like uh, ways of being intimate. Going on dates. Date your person. Yeah. Be with that person. Like, enjoy the time spent. Like, don't just like go to the crib and just chill, hang out, whatever. Like, go out and do something. Yeah. Go have some fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool. You can do it in, like, a group setting, but it's also nice to be able to, you know, have the opportunity to just be like, hey, let's go to the park or something. Let's go to the movies. Let's go get something to eat. Because, it, like, it creates that chemistry. Yeah. And, but you also got to meet the person where they're at. You know, some people are, yeah. like, truly introverts. Yeah, They bro. just like staying in the house. You have to be sometimes willing to just sit with them. Man. The I'm people, introverted. Yeah, I Yeah, I... I, I'm a, I may come off as an introvert, but I'm really or introvert, extrovert, I can't believe I just said that. Here we are, y'all. Extrovert. <laughs> I, I may come off as one of those, but I'm really an introverted person. Like I literally would not mind laying in my bed all day, every day, just chilling. Chilling. Let me but tell you, bro. I like, but at some times I'd be like, all right, I, I want to go outside. I want to go out mm-hmm. and get food with you and stuff. So it's just having that balance of being able to be an extrovert, but also being able to sit down and be an introvert. If your partner is an introvert, you got to you have to know your partner. You gotta know, especially if they're <laughs> if they're extroverted, and you gotta like charge your social battery to go where they want to be go. able to do it. 
you and gotta do have, it if that's what you want like the rest of their social battery to yeah. where you go it's and it, it's a balance the relationship has yeah. to be a balance it's if there's balance. if there's no balance in the relationship somebody is going to not somebody is not going to be happy because somebody gonna feel like they're doing too much while the other person's not doing enough and then the other person gonna be like you're doing too much mm. when you know it's it's just never going to be that balance so that balance is critical but yeah going on dates is something like i i love to do so uh i know for me I, most of us work monday through friday you know so during the week i really don't like going around because if i if i go over there i'm gonna be over there till like 11 o'clock in the morning then i'm gonna be tired at work the next day so i try to like make sure i have i on the weekends <coughs> I try to spend time where now granted that's not always gonna happen. People got families and stuff. But yeah. I I try to plan at least a date once a month. <coughs> I'm sorry. You good, you need some water. You know, I'm good. I try to plan a date at least once a month. Uh last month I don't really think we went on no dates. <coughs> For real. Um this this month we go on a date. So just try to do that and do more, but yeah, um, plan a date, go have fun with your person, get out to house, and that's something that really helps us from stay away from sin mm-hmm. is keeping ourselves active by doing something that we're not even thinking about sex. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, the only time I think about lust is when I'm by myself. That's the <coughs> Interesting. <laughs> That's the only time, and I I think you asked me this question last week when we were uh, setting up. Um, do you? Is it? I think you said is it a problem to still lust even when in a relationship or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Is it was similar. It was something like that. Yeah, I, it was something about. Is it okay to still lust in a relationship, or is something about lusting it, it, it lusting over other people while you're in a relationship? Yeah. That's it. What? Lusting over somebody else while you're with someone. Is that a... So... Is that... Let me ask you this, just to be honest, just to put it out there. Would you say that's emotional cheating? Or is it like... Hold on. What's emotional cheating to you? Because... I I don't really know. I think it's like taking away from the relationship, not physically. So, to me, emotional cheating is me connecting emotionally with somebody else. Yeah. And not connecting emotionally with my significant other at all. Okay. That's what I think of emotional cheating. Okay, so then let me let me do this. Let me add this. So then, you know, the Bible says for let me do this. First John two sixteen, for all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. So like, is that hmm. Is that taking from the relationship that is being built is like the lust of the eyes? You know what I'm saying? It's not like, cause you, yes. you, well, let me ask you this. Do you think you can connect with someone with eye contact alone? Yes. Okay. So to then, answer both of your questions, yes. It does take away the relationship because you're, you're beginning to look at something else and desire. <coughs> gotta get some water and and desire that you're you're beginning to desire uh something other than thank you yeah something other than the person that you have welcome bro 
And yes, if he is thirsty, give him something to drink. <laughs> and yes, your uh, second question too. But um, I would say lust is bad, but lust is something that is going to bound to up it. And my pastor, Pastor Devon, he gave it to me like this. We were sitting in the car one day, and I was I was just telling him like my goal and whatever. And he, he was like, "Man, listen, that temptation is not going to go away." And I've I've heard many pastors say that when they're like giving a sermon, they're like, I, "I'm a pastor, and I still have temptation." I really didn't understand that, you know. Not saying that I didn't, I get it, but I didn't like, I didn't get it on their level because right. I, I'm not in a relationship, like I'm not married to nobody, or I don't have a girlfriend. So, I mean, I get it, like, yeah, you're gonna still lust, but like, how bad is it, you know, really, like mm-hmm. how bad really is it until i'm in a relationship where i got somebody that i know is my for life or that god has given to me now that i'm in that relationship let me just say this i if i had to choose two sins it would definitely i would rather deal with trying to say no to sex than trying to stay faithful because this is a whole different ball game over here and i'm not saying that i'm not gonna, i'm not gonna be faithful but it is god dang hard <laughs> let me just tell you when you got like especially i'm not a i'm not big on social media yeah like on like posting my significant other me neither i, I like I to keep it significant like only certain people know who i talk to if this podcast, if we was not doing this podcast, people wouldn't even know that I, had, I would. If people on social media would not know that I had a girl. Yeah, catch out the bag. And that's really only the listeners. Like it's mm-hmm. millions and millions of people on here. Only the listeners really know if I got a, a girlfriend or not. You know, only the listeners. Only people that's really tuning in and listening. Like they only know that. Yeah. Um. So if you take away that, people, girls would DM me and stuff like that, and. They would be on trash, like, mm. and it's always funny. Like once it's like when you single, your phone is dry. But once you're in a relationship, everybody wants you. Like man, oh, it's like why do I have to put up with this? Your crush that you've been wanting for like three years that's been ignoring you finally wants you. All of that. So when I say like I would rather have that temptation than this temptation, it's because this one is really this is a different animal that. I was not prepared for, but I realized that God was preparing me in my singleness, and that and so so when I say I would rather have that temptation of saying no to sex than have the temptation of trying to be faithful, it really goes hand to hand when you think about it because you know what both of them require is so you to say no. Mm-hmm. So when God, when my singleness, when God was teaching me to say no, it just becomes easy. It's supposed to become. It's supposed to be organic now in my relationship. Now, granted, sometimes you should be like, especially when you're now you're celibate and you know, like, you got to wait into marriage. Now it's just like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. DM, what you on today? Put that phone down. Yeah, let me go ahead and turn, get, turn the game yeah, on but or then something. You, you pick it back up, like, <laughs> did they really just ask me what I'm on today? 
What do they mean? You start thinking <laughs> like, what does this person mean? What I'm what I'm on today? Like, yeah. what are you saying like what my plans are today? Like, why are you asking me what my plans are today? And like, then you got somebody else talking about something. I'll do this and that too. Like, whoa, where did that come from? And you got somebody else talking about, oh, we should link when you in the city and all this. Stuff. It's just like, yo, like it's too much to handle. And sometimes mm. it it. You can want to fall and like you can want to fall in it. And I know for me, I wanted to fall in it. Like the lies and the enemies, you begin to realize an enemy. Like for me, okay, you're technically still single, Tavon. Like, yeah, yeah, y'all exclusively dating, but you're technically still single because you're now boyfriend and girlfriend. Trying to break it all the way down to the point where it's like you can justify your actions. It's like, but it's it's not adding. The math is not mathing. But it's like, I had to tell myself, no, don't do that, Tavon. Because even though you are exclusively dating, you have to act as if this is your girlfriend right now because you don't want to fall into the bad habits. Mm. Because the reason why you was in the situation that you was in before is because you listened to the lie that said, well, you can justify because you're not really together. You can't fall into the same lie, into the same sin. So it's definitely different. It's definitely hard. You're definitely going to deal with lust and temptation, but it's all about turning that lust off, turning that temptation off, not giving in to that lust, not giving in to that temptation. Listen, <clears throat> here's the thing. You're going to see a girl with a nice body. You're going to see somebody once told me you can look once, but don't look twice. Same goes with with girls too. They're yeah, gonna see a dude, see that, nice big brolic fella that just got out the gym. You can look once, but don't look because when you look twice, yeah. Now nah, you're like, like what are you looking at, like? <laughs> What's like, going through your head when it's, you it's natural <laughs> it's it's a human natural thing to look. Yeah, it's in that admiration of God of humanity. God made us all people, right? Like we all have our own physical features. We all have our things that make us different from one another. So it's like you can admire somebody's clothes, you can admire somebody's hair color, you can admire somebody's uh voice, if they can sing or whatever the case is, you know what I'm saying? We all have our differences that people admire. But are you like abusing that ability to <coughs> admire it and oversaturating it until the point where it's turning to less, or is it something different? Yeah. Is it just like you know? It only be becomes a problem when you desire to act on it. Now we have a problem mm. when you start to desire to act on your what's going through your mind. We have a problem, and now we 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 need to address it, but. Lust is going to happen. Temptation is going to come. It's all about your level of control. Do you know you? And the quicker you figure out your limits, the quicker you figure out how to get away from it, the quicker the the easier it will become. And the Bible tells us flee from sexual immorality. Yeah. The Bible don't tell you to flee from nothing else. Like, but from sexual immorality, Paul tells you to flee from it. Because that is something like, like, listen, you don't want to play with that. That's a, that's a different type of animal. That's why he tells you to flee from it. Because you can pray all you want. There was plenty of times before a girl came over and I said, God, keep me from presumptuous sins. And guess what? I was sinning that same night. Because you, 
it's something that's going to easily trap you. Not saying that prayer don't work, yeah. but you you can pray all you want. <laughs> yeah, you try to justify, like you know, just like anything else, you can try to make yourself feel like okay, cool, like you know, I did it, I prayed about it, mm-hmm. God forgave me. But if you're really not taking those actions, you're not taking those steps, you're not really trying to put forth the effort, you're not really trying. Like even through the temptation, like it gets hard. Like you know, yeah. even even when like you have those seasons where you're like, you know, you're not dealing with anybody. You just it's just you and God. It's just you and the Word, and you're cool. It's like like you're saying, you know, the singleness, those single seasons, like they prepare you for that kind yeah. of stuff. So like then when you get into the into those connections, it will tempt you sure. to the point where you gotta really fight yourself. It's not you fighting somebody else. It's you're fighting yourself so that you can just be like, you know what? Like, I'm actually, I'm okay. Like, yeah. let me not do this. Let me not stay late. Let me not stay up late. Let me, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, just take it to bed. Go to bed early. Get some rest. Read a book. Let me stimulate my mind in different ways. Because yeah. your mind can run. Your mind is, a, is, a, is an entity of its own if you don't know how to control it. Right. And I want to say this, and I don't know if this is just for the fellas. Uh, this may be a universal thing. Um, but... I, but I'm, I'm going to speak to the fellas on this one, but correct me if I'm wrong, people. This might be a universal thing, but when you know what you want, you don't put yourself in situations to mess up what you got. Yeah. Like once, oh, yeah. once I understood this is from God, this is of God, God gave this one to me. Mm-hmm. I started to those. I started to have those critical conversations with myself. Was like, listen, you don't want to mess up what you got. You got something good. Instead of putting yourself into situations where you mess up, you need to put your situations. You put yourself into situations where it goes good. And the Bible talks about being blameless in His sight. That means that you're taking yourself away from your sin. You're taking away. You're taking yourself away from the bad habits, and you're placing yourself in a place and not. In a place where the enemy does not have nothing on you but your past. You can have my past, but I'm not going to allow you to have my now and my future. Mm -hmm. You can talk about my past all you want, but I I guarantee you the new me that God has created, I'm not going to let you touch that. So, and I I, I don't know if that might just be, when I say for the fellas, I, I, I mean like when a man knows what he wants, he's going to go and get it. That's why I said that might be for the fellas, but it can be a universal thing. I think girls are more easily uh, faithful than men because, um, I don't know, I just feel like girls are more easily faithful than men, but some girls are grimy. But I say that from man from male's perspective. When a man doesn't know, when a man knows what he wants and he has something sitting in front of him that he knows is not for him, he's going to do everything under the sun. He's not going to be faithful to that person because he don't really want to. But I think that's I, universal though, because if a woman don't want to be with somebody, like they're going to connect with other people, they're going to do grimy things too. And I'm not shaming women, but yeah. the truth of reality is we're all human beings Mm -hmm. it's 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 about like the soul you know what i'm saying and yeah males like we know what we want we're definitely gonna go and get it we're gonna like put that masculinity on we're gonna turn it all the way up let the testosterone uh levels peak okay and we're gonna do what we're gonna do 
but like when it comes to being disciplined and being obedient like and learning the art of sacrifice and delayed gratification you're able to sit there and be like you know what if i don't do this now when i get it it's gonna be so much more worth it because not only am i gonna be able to have it i'm gonna be able to cherish it because i sat through the pain i sat through the storm i sat through all the things that I didn't want to deal with, yeah, just so that I could be able to just hold it in my arms and just be happy that I have it. Right. That art of gratitude. I, I love the word that you used, delayed gratification. Yeah, you had said it earlier. I was like, ooh, that was good I too. Cause I, yeah, because I was thinking about delayed gratification. Delayed. I, yeah, oh, I it's, did, a, yeah, it's yeah. so powerful. Before. People are so ready to just get that instant, like, a delayed gratification. And it don't mean nothing. It's all about what's coming. And I think that's something that helps me along the way is that delayed gratification that if i just continue to hold on mm. i'm going to reap what i sow those who wait on the lord shall renew their strength they shall mount away when he's like eagle they shall run and not get weary do not faint in doing good because you will reap your harvest it's just a delayed gratification i know you don't see the results that you want to see right now but trust me stay the course because it's going to come to pass for you and i think that's a, a season that's something that um i i go through in my in my relationship is that delayed gratification and that's something that keeps me to stay faithful and let me just say people it's not like i'm really struggling to be faithful <laughs> or nothing like it's just that when i talk about faithfulness is it's hard to to be faithful to one person but when you know when you know who when you know that the person that you talk to right now is for you it it becomes easier because of like yes I, I, at least for me like yes i finally got my person it's just that the enemy knows that now you finally got your per person the enemy will sit all these different cakes in front of you yeah. and start singing trey songs Ain't that's what you're supposed to do with cakes on the menu? You nah. Have your cake and eat it too. He'll start to he will <laughs> he'll start to do that, and it's like, nah, I can't eat this cake. Like, nope, nope, can't can't do it. Like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I like this flavor over here. Yeah. It's actually the one that I was waiting on to be made. Can't 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 do it. You so, know, I gotta be honest, bro. I gotta be transparent right now. I've seen both sides of the spectrum of not being faithful. What do you mean? Like being cheated on, right? And then cheating. Oh yeah. Like and and it was with the same person. Wait. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Same. It, it was it was like I found out I got cheated on. I was like, all right, I must hey, be a went. buster. You feel me? I must be one of those kind of must be I must be a simp. All right. And then it was like I dealt with that emotion. I dealt with the trauma behind it. I dealt with like that the release of those like. Like scientifically, like those chemicals that release in your body that like make you depressed and feel less of yourself, and it just hurts that pain, right? It's like losing someone, like you had a death within you, and then you cheating, like for the get back, like to just be like, I'm gonna just cheat, like oh well, like it doesn't do nothing but make everything worse, and then create more trauma for you when like. You're sitting there and you're ready to like get yourself into another situation. I, so it's like that time, you ha that singleness is so important because you need to heal. You have to be able to like let go of those emotions. You have to let go of those emotions that can lead to habits that can transfer into your personality because like it won't make you whole. But like you also have to be able to like know when you feel that like that trigger. Yeah. You have to be able to confront it right away. 
Because if you don't, it builds on you. So I was going to say, who don't it feel good for? <laughs> because it feels oh. good for me. I was going to say that, but then I... I, I I had to allow you to keep talking, and when you, the more you talk, the more you're just like, it, if you do it that way, it's going to turn into, you know, a bad habit and, and stuff like that, so. As in, what do you when, mean by that? Like, uh, as in, like, you cheating? Because, yeah, cheating back, you cheating say back, it's yeah. not really going to feel good for you, but in my mind, I was like, I I, I, I think I went into my toxic mindset, like, it feels uh, good for me. I mean, like. To get my get back, like. I mean, yeah, you know, physically, but. but you know, you're in. But the, when you think about it deeper, it's like conscience. it does. It does build a bad habit. And that integrity. was something that it, it did build a, a bad habit for me. Granted, I was like 16, 17 when I did that. Would I do it again? No, I would. Yeah, I would cool. go about a way differently. But in that moment, oh, in that moment, straight it, dog, you got me. You had me messed up. Yeah, you had me messed up. But yeah, it. I, I was gonna ask who don't it feel good for because it feel one. It feel. <laughs> Great, it feels <laughs> sensational. To Yo, me, but, but <laughs> it did, it did build a bad habit. So I don't want my listeners to think that oh, cheating back feels great. No, don't, don't, don't do that. Please be the, don't. Like, be just be person. cool. Just slide on them. Just do better. Uh, you like, you can either do one or two things. You can forgive and take them back, or you can forgive and go your separate ways. Don't 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 do what we do. Even though I, it feel great in that moment. But when I did look back over the, the situation before, I did think to myself like, "Dang, maybe I shouldn't have done that because mm-hmm. I caused depression for that person, and it, it it took the, I hate to say it, it took the heat off the off of them and put the heat on me." Like now it's like okay well since I did this and well, you didn't do that you know it's like yeah, all right, like it's like you, you balance out the the playing yeah. field. It's more so not necessarily like who's who's got one up on someone, but it's like. Let's just like move with some respect, you know, and that's where it's like you can forgive them and stay with them, or you can forgive them and be yeah. like, you know, like it's all good, like you're still a good person, and everything, but just like what you did, it just it was it's not resonating with who I am and like what I stand for. And so when like, I say you know. it took the heat off of them and put the heat on me, I was being asked by the person that cheated on me, why did you do that? Like you didn't have to do that. Like wait, you, what? Yeah, like that's that's they how, came to you. Yeah, like like I guess I. Okay, I'm gonna just be honest. Like, I seen this post earlier. Say I'm a tick for tack person. So if you go low, I'm going to hell. I oh, was one man. of those types of people. Like, <laughs> if you go go, if you go low, just know we are going to go to hell. And I was really one of those people. Like, don't they don't play with this type of fire because you might have uh, a little flame fire, but I'm coming volcano on you. Yeah. Like, you're going to feel what I feel and more. So, so when I say the like the heat got taken off of her, it. She was like, like, dang, you, you really, like, you said you forgive me, but you really didn't forgive me, which was intense. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was that. But, um, yeah, that's, that's that. Uh, don't, don't play tech for tech. But anyway, um, what, what was we talking about before that? We're talking about lust. Yeah, lust. Um, we can, we can make, we can, we can lighten it up. We can lighten the load a little bit. Um, let's see. Mm. So, what would you say are ways to reject lust internally? We started with the question, what are ways you deal with lust from people externally? So, what would you say are ways to reject lust internally? Like, ins- inside of your... Yeah, so you know how you said, like, you know, I was, like, by myself, and it was, like, 
I deal with lust when I'm alone. Mm. So, like, how do you deal with lust, like, when you're with someone and when you're alone? Like, what are, what are ways that you go about it? If you need to think about it, I could, oh, like, no, I, I could try to answer. answer. I'm just not going to give that answer out. Um, uh, I, I have right. an answer, but... Uh, <laughs> um. Let me answer. Let me answer the question. Let me answer it a different way. Uh, you need a second. I, well, I think okay. I already answered it for real. I, I have to. I remind myself that you did. Yeah, I kind of answered it. It's just a reminder of not wanting to go back to a previous season. I don't want to go back. Let me just say, I don't want to go back to singleness. Singleness is ghetto. Like the streets is ghetto. Like I, I really love, tore up. No, I love where I'm at right now. So I remind myself of how ghetto it used to be. Yeah. And when I do that, I say, you know what? I'm cool. Cool, where I'm at. The grass is not greener on the side. Let me just tell you that. The grass is not gr- greener on the other side. In and uh, f- uh, feeding on. Fleshly desires. There is no eternal win. There is always an eternal loss. And what I do not want to do is experience another loss. That's something that I I personally, I told myself coming into this relationship. If this relationship is going to fail, it's not going to be because of me. I cannot allow this relationship to, to fail because of me, I said that to myself. I said the same thing. I said it to myself. I'm like I'm not about, I'm not about to, I'm not I'm crashing not, out over this. I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not, not, I'm not doing nothing to make this relationship fail. Yeah. You know what was said back to me? You, oh, y'all had this conversation together. No, I said it to myself. Oh, God spoke to you. Yeah, I had this conversation one on one, but talking to her one on one, she also said the same thing that I said. Wow. I don't want to be the reason why this relationship fail. I don't want to be reasoned. You don't want to be reasoned. I'm not going to put myself in that place where, like, it fails. Mm. No. First month of us talking back again, I'm not going to act like I was just faithful. It was hard. I I was still, like, I was dancing around with the temptation. Let me say that. I was playing around with it. I yeah. wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't, you know, giving in to it. But, you know, I, I was flirting with the temptation. Yeah. Like, it was it was easy to do, but it was like I had a choice to make. Yeah, I, w- I was flirting with it. I wasn't going yeah. too far, but, like, you know, I was I was, I was, was flirting with it. Right My with friends you. had to, like, tell me, like, I had those accountability partners. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Can't be doing that, brother. No, nah, nah, I cannot allow you to do this no more. Like, if you're going to be with this girl, you have to be faithful. God so told me I himself. Had- he was like, bro, don't play with my child. Like, it was it was like, you know, I was sitting there. We just started talking. And, like, I had girls from the past calling my phone. Like, dad, FaceTime. Like, you know that? You know the ring or the FaceTime ring? You can't ignore it. Like, you know it's a FaceTime. And, and the bros just don't be calling you at face, like on the FaceTime. It's like, I had to sit there and ignore it right in front of her. She... I mean, I ain't gonna lie. Like, shout out, shout out to her because she held it down. You feel me? Like, she ain't, she ain't spaz on me. You feel me? She she sat there. She was waiting. She was like, she was patient with me. Like, she she was like able to just like deal with it. And it was like I didn't like I didn't want her to have to deal with it. It was like I need to get rid of this. I had to do. What I had to do. 
Did you just hear what you just said? Bro, yes. Don't. God said don't play with my child. Don't Do play you with my know? child, bro. I was like, I, I had to look myself in the mirror. I'm like, well, I'm God's child. But she's God's child, too. So if I know she's not going to play with me, then I can't play with her. Because if I play with her, I got to deal with God. And he's going to cook me. Because I fear God. I'm a, I'm a God-fearing man. Real talk. Do not. Real talk. Play with my child. Do you know that God, I had that exact same conversation with God. Do not play with my daughter. Don't play with her. Do you know hearing how hearing that felt to me? Now, I don't know, like, I'm jealous type of stuff. <laughs> Bro, he was like this. He was but like that, this. That, 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 that right there. <laughs> He hearing like, that, don't play with my child. Hearing that like, from God, it was kind of like a oh, he's not playing, bro. Like he shook the room. He, God is not. Don't. Like I can't. I'm not. No, I can't. That, no. And that's what if you want to talk about fighting against the lust eternally. That's what helped me. Mm. Hearing God say, "Don't play with my child. Don't do not." If you think for one second, I'm going to allow you to play with my daughter. Don't do it. I should. And and this is a personal conversation I have with God. God said, "Tavon, I shown you once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I shown you once already. Yeah. That when you play with my child, I had to remove her from your life, and I show you how that feel. I know you're still my child, but I will discipline you." And you don't want this discipline no more. Y'all know how it goes. He giveth and he taketh away. You don't want this. God God does not mind discipline. And here's the thing. Discipline from God does not mean that God does not love you. It actually means that God loves you Mm -hmm. and God wants to correct you. So when God said, don't play with my child, what he also told me was, Tavon, I hope I don't have to discipline you again. Ooh, sound like somebody's grandfather, grandmother. I hope I don't have to do this again. You touched the fire once, yeah. you got burnt once, you should already know how that feels. And this is where wisdom kicks in. You know where the stove felt like. Wisdom is when you know something, you understand something, and you put it together and you move on that action. Yeah. A fool is somebody who knows something, who understands something, and, and puts it get together and knows what they should do. But it's still end up doing the opposite. Still do it. It's you it's, have man. God I, I, that discernment will do it to God you. God told me at a young age, Tavon, and I'm not boasting. You are a young man full of wisdom. Yeah. Yep. I've given you a lot of wisdom even at a young age. You have to you the, the wisdom only becomes wisdom when you act on it. If you yeah. do not act on the wisdom, it's just understanding. You know how to understand. You are a young man of understanding. That's what God said. You are a young man of understanding, but I want to make you a young man of wisdom. And in order to make you a young man of wisdom, I need you to start acting on what I'm telling you to do. It's that That's, sauce. It's the comprehension between understanding and wisdom that allows you to take wisdom and use it for your life. Like once you deal with it once, 
how you can just continue to build mm-hmm. on that wisdom moving forward in your life. And not only that, but you can like spread it to other people yeah. by being that example. Yeah. yeah. It, it only becomes wisdom when you act on what I have given you. So yep. when God said, don't play with it, he was telling you. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Play with it. Because I would hate to have to take this from me. And I don't want God yeah. to take this from me. So it's something that <clears throat> I I have to, like, I have to really control. Like, I know and when I take my Instagram away, my temptation goes away. Mm-hmm. My lusting goes away. I have no opportunity to fall into temptation. Because guess what? I'm not contacting nobody. Hey, dog, Instagram will get you in trouble. <clears throat> but the only reason I have my Instagram is because I'm I'm using it for godly content, putting out content and stuff. That's a and blessing. God, and God says, if but <laughs> hear me out. God says, you say use it for that, but are you truly using it for that? If you're going to use it for that, please just use it for that. If you're not going to use it for that, I'm going to need you to delete this because Instagram will get you in trouble. And it it will get you back to a place that you don't want to go to. So I personally, I had to, I'm disciplining myself every single, my best friend, I went out to eat with my best friend. Me and her go out to eat. I'm scrolling on Instagram. I really don't like pictures. You know, I like the first picture and then I start looking at people's Instagram stories. I just be liking pictures to like them. It can be the ugliest thing. I just like it. I ain't really read there or nothing. I just like it. Yeah. My best friend was like, did you like that girl picture? Men are so ugly. Why are you liking her picture, table? You should not be liking a girl's picture. I'm like, Deja, what are you talking about? It's just me liking the picture. It don't really mean something. But to us, yeah. it don't mean nothing. But to the woman, it means a totally different thing. So when she, so when she broke it down to me, I was like, now nah, I can't even like pictures. So now I'll be on Instagram. I'll be seeing I'm like, I can't like that. I yeah, because girls, bro, they investigate I, that. I, they I, will... Why are you Zoom in, look at everybody liking it. I don't it. look at a like. See who follow who. You be like, I don't bro, look at a like what? the same way that somebody else. <laughs> but it's like that. I just like the picture because it's Instagram. Yeah. it's made to like, comment, and repost or whatever. That's, That's the way the world's turning now, though. But it, and I know, like, if I want this to work, I have to like, I have to be willing to do whatever it takes to provide peace and that's what i'm mm-hmm. in right now mm-hmm. i'm just in my assignment not just for this season not just for this year but for the rest of however long me and this girl are together hopefully it is until death do us part is my assignment is how do i provide peace now granted we're not going to always have peace in our relationships but when it do get rocky when the storms do come when the trials when we do face the trials and when we do step into the fire how can i provide peace even in the storm how can i provide peace even in the mess i created what can i do to give you peace every single day so when my best friend saying this to me i'm like dang now i gotta stop i can't even do that yeah can yeah, I even view, chill. can I even view You gotta readjust your algorithms. <laughs> like, like start looking at cars, start looking at houses, start looking at vacations. Can I even view stories now? Like, like I don't know what to do. Man. But it I have seen myself since February, what were we in June? I've seen myself grow more on not playing with that temptation no more. Yeah. And like I know it's I can easily I can't do that and I and I won't do that because I don't want to hurt her 
Mm-hmm. But most importantly, I don't want to. Uh, it's like a slap in the face to God, giving me mm-hmm. another chance, giving me another opportunity, and. I don't want to disrespect God. Like you said, being a God-fearing man means that you respect God. I want to respect God. I want to respect God with my relationship. I want to respect God with my actions. And the only way I do that is if I stay the course. Yeah. And I stay doing whatever it is. Stick to the plan. I got to do. Stick to the stick to the plan. Stick to the agenda. For real. Stick to the agenda. It will reward you. Yeah. But we've been on here for a minute now, I think. Um, but our, what do you what do you want to leave the people with? Lead yourself with integrity, guard your eyes, um, and do unto others as you want done to you. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, what just really came to my heart. So um, I'm gonna leave that here. Um, as I continue to grab my sword and move with it. I like how everybody love that. Yeah. I think that's all I can really say right now, man. Just, you know. You don't need a part three. We don't need a... Do we need a part three? It's on you, bro. If you if you want me to hang out with you, I will definitely pull if, up. If two parts was cool with you, if you need a part three, let me know. I'm okay with with the part two. Okay. The part two is cool. We, okay. I'm good. Are you good with the part two? I'm, I'm cool. I'm, right, I cool. stayed the course. Yeah, bro. I stayed the course on this one. I talked to you. Feel like you you got what you wanted to talk about? Yeah, man. I don't. I don't even know, man. I, like I said, man. The first time we did this, I just wanted to hang out. Next thing I know, we on the pod. We doing the podcast and take out. We gonna do a part two. We gonna do a part two. I seen opportunity. And I just had a shoot much. Look, man. I'm gonna just run with it. I'm gonna run with you, yeah. bro. But uh, before we go, I just want to pray. And before we and before we pray, I just want to say, stay the course. Stay the course, whatever the course that God has you on, stay the course, stay focused on that. It's difficult sometimes to stay focused. I am an easily distracted young man. I get easily distracted in some areas, but I'm learning to stay the course and I'm learning to uh, salvage. I think I just used the right word, salvage what God has given me. Yeah. Be appreciated, pre- appreciative and grateful for what God has given you in a way that you show God that you are grateful for what he's given you is that you cherish it and you appreciate it and you show it in your actions how much you are grateful and appreciative of it. So staying the course means to be grateful and to cherish what God has given you and to remain focused on what's in front of you. So let us pray. We're going to head out there. Heavenly Father, God, I pray not only for these listeners, but God, I pray for myself that I will stay the course. I pray for myself that I remain focused. I pray for myself that, God, I will listen to you. I pray that every listener, God, every person that sat on this, uh, sat down and listened to this podcast today, they will remain the course. That, Lord God, they will show their gratitude towards you through their actions, God. We pray that any temptations that we deal with, Father God, any lust that um, has attached itself to our eyes, our hearts, our, our souls, God, tonight they be removed. We pray in the mighty name of Jesus that, Lord God, you will transform us and make us new again. 
We pray for the repentance of sin, God. I repent for every sin that I've committed. I pray for your forgiveness, God. And I pray that as I pray for your forgiveness, I will forgive somebody who has sinned against me. God, I pray for my brother Jordan, God. And I pray for what you are doing in his life. And I pray for what you are doing in his relationship. I pray that his relationship will continue to honor and to serve you, Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that he will continue to put you at the center of his relationship so they may glorify you, God. I pray, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, that all hearts and minds have come to a more clearer understanding of what you are requiring of them. I pray that souls will be saved, lives will be changed, and minds will be transformed in the mighty name of Jesus. We give your name glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you for tuning in to another episode of grabbing my sword yeah i will see y'all next time god bless you and i love you and thank you once again brother for joining man thanks for having me peace love